Do you deserve a break today? How about tomorrow? How about this afternoon? Do you take breaks? Or do you think you need to crush it? You're listening to Crazy Busy, the podcast for executives, entrepreneurs, and savvy fast trackers who want to start their week sane and end it that way too. Here's your host, growth strategist, executive coach, and millennial leadership mentor, Karen Bellantoni. Taking breaks isn't just being kind to yourself and civilized. It isn't just about being a human being versus a human doing. It's also about getting the best performance you can out of your day. In a future episode, we'll discuss this in a technique I call sprinting. But for today, I noticed some things I want to share with you. And one is the meme. Can I just pee real quick? (laughs) So how many of you are guilty of using that one? I have meetings on a daily basis, and I would say at least three times a week, a grown person, an adult male or female, will lean forward in the middle of a meeting and say, can I just pee real quick? And I have to remind them, they're not in school, I'm not one of the nuns, and it's okay for them to take a biology break and do whatever they need to do in there. And in fact, I don't need to know what it is they are doing. How did we get here? How did we get away from, excuse me, I'll be back in a few minutes. And how did we get to, is it okay if I pee real quick? Or I've just got to pee real quick. I'll tell you that when I say to my clients after I hear that, did your dad stand at the door shaking his keys saying, hurry up, what are you doing in there? As you were headed out for a road trip, many of them start laughing. If it isn't a memory like that, it's a similar one where your parents may have been rushing you out the door to school or or out in the car to go off for the day. These old memes do not belong in the workplace and they don't belong in your day. It's so disempowering to think you have to ask another adult if you can use the restroom. It's even more disempowering to have to discuss what you're doing in there. Your awareness of speaking that way will help empower you to feel even more confident that it's not only your right to take those breaks, but it's important to your energy and how you feel all day. Recently, I had two clients at the same time who both smoked cigarettes, and they both were afraid that I was going to make them stop, which I found really funny because if I could do that, this podcast would be about quitting smoking and I'd be helping as many people as I could. But I did ask them, you know, what is it about smoking that gives you pleasure? You obviously know it's not good for you. You know it causes cancer. You've seen the horrible TV commercials that get stuck in our brain for many of us every time we think about a cigarette. So what is it that drives you to want to smoke? And they both gave me the exact same answer on different days, and they don't even know each other. And both of them said, at any time during the day... I can shut my laptop, get up from my desk, grab my jacket and my sunglasses, go down to the street, have a nice conversation with someone who's completely foreign or strange to me, sort of like 
a random person who might be sitting next to you on an airplane. And I can talk to them or vent to them about work or discuss something that has nothing to do with work and takes me out of my work state. Sometimes I even give them a cigarette or they give me one. It's a community. It's a community where we get to take breaks. Wow, I thought. Be hard to stop smoking if it gave you that kind of value. Why do you think it is that people don't feel like they can take those breaks if they don't smoke? I don't know the answer, but what I do know is starting today, we all need to initiate non-smoking breaks. And with that same amount of entitlement, be able to shut our laptop, walk out the door, and just breathe in some really good clean oxygen, or some not-so-clean oxygen, if you're in New York City, but feel entitled to take that break because we know when we take breaks, we last longer. We know when we take breaks, it's during the break sometimes where the real brilliance or the real creativity comes in. And we know when we take breaks, we outperform those who don't. We don't get too exhausted. And so we're able to recover quicker. If your day is like a sport to you, and you're a performance athlete, you understand this concept. You must break. Disconnect. Do or think about something else. Move your body. Take deep breaths and come back. You'll be even better at solving a problem, writing a proposal, creating something, or even getting into a meeting with a fresh approach. The bigger break in your day, however, is called lunchtime. Lunchtime is about eating, refreshing yourself, restoring nutrients to your body, and kind of resetting yourself for a second half. In football, we have halftime. During halftime, we're entertained, we're amused, we're distracted from the game. When we come back to the game, we're more excited, we're more involved, we're more interested in it. If halftime didn't work, believe me, the NFL would have gotten rid of it. The trend toward eating lunch at the desk is alarming. In the last survey I did of clients, 80% of employees were eating at their desk every day, not even walking to the lunchroom and sometimes never stepping out of the building. In an even more alarming way, employers are encouraging this by picking up lunch, extending lunch, sometimes till three o'clock with a chef on staff, a la Google, to keep people from venturing outside, getting distracted, maybe even going on interviews to other companies, and I don't think this is good. Just the way you want to revitalize yourself in the evening, do interesting things, read books, go to movies, see your friends, so you can come back to work the next day and be more interesting and more evolved as an employee or a leader, you want to be able to do that at lunchtime. You want to be able to be refreshed. You want to have your blood sugar leveled off at a place where you're making good decisions, not emotional decisions. If you do feel you need to eat at your office, if you're on a budget, or you just don't feel you have enough time, eat at your office, but get out for a walk. Go around one square block. We just did that in between podcasts here. My producer led us on a walk and we came back energized and we'll probably record more today than we would have had we not taken the break.
Long-term thinking puts breaks in your day. Short-term thinking is fear-based and says, I need to get it done. I need to push through. Your effectiveness and the last part of your day when you're pushing through and you haven't taken breaks is minimal. You are not at your best and you're not who you typically are in the morning when you're fresh and well-fed. Start taking walking meetings. Get out of your office. Explore nature during lunchtime. See that there are different ways to work. It just doesn't all look like sitting in front of your desk. We left the days of the factory for a reason, and I fear this not breaking is putting us right back there. One tip would be to get an accountability buddy. Keep each other on task. You guys can be break buddies, and at a certain time each day, make a commitment to meet each other in the lobby. Most of us won't show up for ourselves as much as we will others. Maybe your break time has to change every day. Maybe you discuss that with your buddy in the morning. But keeping someone else accountable to taking a break will keep you accountable to taking a break. Once you start to create this new habit and new process, you'll start to feel stressed when you don't. The reward will be your motivation to keep doing it. A new trend in growing and emerging companies is scheduling meetings back to back. Some of your team may even be checking their phone to see where they're supposed to go next. It's becoming very robotic. Without the break time in between meetings, you're less likely to log your to-dos and follow-ups. You're less likely to have any prep time for the next meeting, and you're more likely to have to say in that next meeting, excuse me, I've got to pee real quick. Why can't meetings be 22 minutes instead of 30 minutes? Why can't they be 46 minutes instead of 60 minutes? Why can't they be 74 minutes instead of 90 minutes? Let's start creating a shift to end meetings early by being more thoughtful, more organized, creating better agendas, and staying on task so that this break time is built in and people aren't stuck running from one meeting to the next. If that's how you need to build in your breaks, so be it. At least you'll get one. I know for myself, if I get scheduled back to back, it's stressful. I've got to leave one meeting and go straight into another and I've had no chance to shift my energy, take some notes, write down some follow-up of what I need to do with one client before someone else's energy is on me. If I do that too many times in a row, I'm completely immobile at night. I have no evening and no ability to get anything done. And that's when I sort of crave that really lousy television. You know, the, the reality stuff, the nonsensical stuff, the stuff that's really kind of a waste of time, but is the only thing that satisfies us when we're brain dead and burned out. So if you find yourself needing to go home at night and watch stuff like that to just get recovered, you're likely not building enough breaks into your day. And I'm just asking that you notice that so you can be on purpose and make better choices for yourself. The most important reason to create space in your day by taking breaks is that's when the ideas come in. And it's also when you think, when you're thinking, you're reprioritizing, you're benchmarking where you are in your day, you're kind of re-looking at 
what you've got done, what still needs to get done, and you're getting out of that robotic or human doing state and getting back into human being state. Breaks also help the brain rest and help us retain information. So the breaks that you're taking enable the information you've ingested, let's say over the hour before that, to really sink in and and really kind of permeate and stick with us rather than sitting in long training sessions, right, where we come out with one or two things that we remember because there weren't enough breaks. Lastly, prioritizing a break will help you from getting bored. And when you get bored, you're more likely to get distracted by these notifications and disruptions that really aren't things you're choosing. They're automatic reactions that give you that little dopamine hit. So practice this week and notice if you say to anyone, I need to pee real quick and bite your tongue very gently, but bite your tongue. You don't need to tell anyone where you're going and what you're doing once you get in there. You just need to do it. So take a break today. You deserve it. Until next time, leave crazy busy behind and become the leader I know you were meant to be. Thanks for listening to the Crazy Busy Podcast with Karen Bellantoni. Keep up with Karen on social media by following Karen Bellantoni on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or sign up for her newsletter at karenbellantoni.com. See you next week.